And welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, RFK Refugees Podcast. Ted here. John here. John, how you doing, my friend? It's been it's been a minute. It's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple did weeks. Did we not did we not do one last week? No, we didn't. Man, it all feels like we just did one last week. <laughs> no, we didn't. We did not do one last week. Uh, we took a pause. You're right. I remember now. Yes. I remember. Yes. I remember. There was a good reason to because all of the news in the entire universe happened last week. Yeah. Or at least sort of the uh what will be our summers from for, from a soccer perspective were a little bit sussed out. So that's uh that's good. Yeah, that is good. Um I guess we'll start out by saying uh Number one, I, I hope you I hope wherever you're listening to us, if you're listening on the podcast when it comes out, you're listening on our live stream. Um, I hope I hope you're safe. I hope you are uh, with loved ones. Um, I hope everything's okay. Uh, I I don't know, John. I've I, I've had some I guess some difficulty trying to focus on on soccer. I guess with with sort of everything that's been going on. Um, it's been, it's been hard. It's been difficult. I don't know. I don't know if you felt the same, um, kind of with, with everything that's going on. It, it's been difficult to get it. I, and this, and we'll, we'll get into talking about DC. We'll get into talking about the spirit, but I don't think we can not talk about what's going on because I mean, it, it does relate to the soccer world. There, there's been a lot of statements from, from a lot of different players from a lot of different leagues, um, about this, um, and I think it's certainly it's certainly worth discussing on our show, at least at a little, at least at least on a as as much to get as much as we can. Um, and, and obviously, uh, I think you know if you know John and I personally, you, you know our our political leanings. Um, and I think we've tried to uh, keep that sort of to to the side and maybe out of the show. But I I don't think sometimes we've done well with that and sometimes we've not yeah sometimes sometimes <laughs> the listeners will probably uh tell us that we've done an okay job at that uh, we've done an okay job at that but I, I think at this point i don't think there's a side that you can take uh that there, there isn't two sides to this argument right now um and and what's going on in in the united states right now the the protests we've seen the uh the police brutality that that takes place against people uh people of color is something that is is reprehensible in my mind and 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 deserves to be addressed and criticized and um i don't think there is another side that you can be on on the side of of police brutality and um i think we've seen from the team uh you know doing the i can't believe breathe and and uh black black lives lives matter in the middle um was something that I thought was really nice and really incredible, um, and I and I I hope I hope we're going to see a change because this is not something new. Uh, the systemic racism of police is not something new, and it, it's it's been around for forever. Um, and you can, regardless whether you think it's true or not, it's true, um, and, and it exists. And you know, th- this is coming from from two from two people who who are white and have incredible privilege. Um, and I, but I think it's worth addressing that, you know, this, this is something that, that needs addressing from our country, needs addressing from our country's leaders. Um, and, and we're not getting that right now. So I, I I hope things change. I hope, I hope this is the moment maybe we look back on as when, as when, when something changed and when things got better. Um, I don't know. I'm cynical. (laughs) I'm cynical. Um, I'm extremely cynical. Yeah. 
So from my perspective, like a lot of this is, uh, I think that the, <clears throat> it's two things at once. One, not talking about, talking more about the response. Uh, in some ways, just, you know, painting on the field, making uh, making a street called Black Lives Matter Avenue or whatever they decided to call it. Um, I think that, I mean, that's great. Symbolism has, symbolism has some power, I think, and, and there's something to that for sure. Um, uh, if you told me four years ago or six years ago that that would happen, I would say no. The Overton window from the, from the concept of like, this is, this, is a, this is a thing and a movement that matters and it makes sense to everybody, it was fast, relatively, compared to how, other, how, how long other things take. Um, you know, the speed at which corporate America got behind this, even if it's just words, but like just like they, they adopted the language, they believe the general tenets of it, acknowledge the problem quickly. Um, the global protests about this which is interesting and awesome. Um, but, you know, all you have to do is really look at policymakers' response to this. So, I mean, there's already there's already a bill on the table. Uh, one of the key things is no more chokeholds, which is like the, the bare minimum that anyone's asking for right now. I think after watching these videos uh, and seeing just the, you know, the body count pile up from this. Um, I'm worried that the, once again, people will be in front of their elected officials. They're going to be ahead of it. Uh, usually they want to chase you down uh, and, and catch up to you and give you what you want. But I feel like uh, this, is a, this is a complicated issue that requires challenging power structures in ways that our political system is not set up to do. This is a, um, if you look at the mayors in these cities, um, sometimes there'll be uh, African-American mayors Sometimes they'll be Democrats. That's that's pretty usual, actually, for for uh, where these cities are, are popping off, uh, for the most part. But they're backing the police um, from, you know, from this from the start, and that's the power structure, right? Like that's mm-hmm. that's that's how things have gotten the way they are. You know, we're not going to get into are there good cops or are there bad cops. We're not going to get into we're not going to get into the the deeper matter of it. But just suffices to say, like this is. Uh, you know, this is a sea change for this issue uh, compared to where it's been in the past. Where will we go from here? Uh, you know, what will actually be done? You know, there's been a lot of symbolic moves by teams, by leagues, by players who are getting much more engaged in finding their voice. Bill Hamid, for instance, would be a really good example of a mm-hmm. player that has really decided that he is going to use his position to talk about the issues that he cares about. That's great. It's good. I think that's. I think. I think that that should be the case. That that you, that you find. But um, the the next step is the hard step, uh, and and I'm and I'm very cynical about our current political dynamics and and sort of the, the two parties and and the structures that exist to see actual change. But even if we don't see change that way, um, it's certainly you know the people are in the streets in ways that I don't think they'd be for anything else. There are issues that I wish they would be in the streets for that they would not. This is the this is the one that's got cross class, cross race, cross all of those things. Everyone sees the challenge and the issues here, and honestly, the response to these protests are fueling these protests. Mm-hmm. It's a self-reinforcing situation. So if they're hoping that, that these are going to stop and peter out, they need to change the way that they're 
encountering these protesters because it's just going to keep them out there unless you start, uh, you know, doing as some people suggested, giving them no quarter and, and rolling out the military, which I, that's a, that's a whole other podcast. Anyway, I think we I think we went I think we went pretty far down the line here, but just you know, I, we uh, I think we're heartened. I would uh, speaking for both of us. I think we're heartened at the at the the change in dialogue and tone we've seen from the the team that we care about. The league could do a little bit more. I think they're trying as as, as yeah. well as they maybe can be trying. But the real thing that matters is even after these protests stop, they will inevitably eventually stop. Um, what what happens next? What yeah. real steps are what real steps are taken to um, address the system? You know, I started off as talking about police brutality specifically, and it has it has fanned out to talk about all the systemic imbalances and challenges that Black people face in this country, which I think is important to to. Do this all at once. Don't waste. Don't waste your chance at unity that you have right now on one thing. It needs to be. It needs to be the whole thing. And and I think it looks good, right? I think it might be happening that way. Yeah, it's 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 definitely been something I've I've been surprised at sort of the sort of the the corporate response, uh, particularly uh, now. U.S. Soccer is apparently going to revisit uh, the idea of of standing for the national anthem, and and I think. This this is looking like a sea change. Now it could all dissipate. Um, it could very easily it's it's dissipated before, uh, but I think there's definitely there, there haven't been the same talking points that we've seen develop. And and even when they've tried to develop, uh, they they've been they've been snuffed out um, uh, in the general talking. And, and and there's there's a lot there's a lot to this. And um, I think it, it remains to be seen what's going to happen. I hope. I hope this is a sea change. I hope this is something uh, new. And and seeing the response from you know from MLS, NASCAR, MLB, NFL uh, has given me maybe a little bit more hope. And 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 I, I want to be optimistic that that things are going to start to changing it better. But um, it, it could NFL very- response particularly chef's kiss of like. Stepping in it, yeah. <laughs> as far as yeah, <laughs> the rest, the, you know, everyone's failed, but the NFL specifically, like they really, they're really like, please do not remember the past for us. <laughs> do not remember the last couple of years. Let's just start fresh. Everyone, uh, please do not look beyond this curtain. Yeah. Do not Google us. Yeah, and there's, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, and, and even U.S. Soccer coming back on there. I mean, that's something I never, I never thought I'd see. To be honest, I never thought I'd see U.S. Soccer take a. Uh, um, Take a step, take a step back, like they did, and allow you know kneeling for the national. That's been a, a thing of a thing of huge controversy um, amongst amongst a lot of you know even former players. So, um, and one and- last thing, one last thing too, I wanted to make just before before we move on or we close, um, be uh, be on guard for the the backlash to this. Mm-hmm. It's going to come, and it's going to be it's going to be really serious. I mean, th- just because we have some unity here does not mean the culture wars that have run without fail without stopping for you know t- at least 20 years 25 years uh are, are going to stop because if, if you read the new york times opinion page uh this weekend you'll know that there are some there are some people in major positions of power that do not subscribe to this whole uh this whole movement and there are going to be a lot of people that that are, are riding with that with that individual so and with others so um don't get don't get too 
uh, I'm not cocky, but don't don't assume that this is uh, th- that the fight is actually over here. Even if you're even within the discussion and within sort of making your point, we I think the moderates on both sides have really quickly come to this, and that's great. And you need them. Ask Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. You really need those folks to be on your side, or else you're not going anywhere. Uh, but there are there are other folks, and it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a, a long term uh, fight and battle. Yeah, I mean, I look in I look in Richmond. Uh, Richmond re- recently announced they were taking down the um, the statue of Robert E. Lee. Uh, if if you don't know your history, you know Richmond is the capital of of the Confederacy. Uh, it's it's and it's where I live, and um, I, I I love Richmond to death. But um, the the way it's sort of honored that history, and you know, they're removing those statues. They're making steps to remove those statues, which is great. But it's only one one step. Uh, there, there's a lot uh, there's a lot wrong in Richmond. Uh, systemically between the school system, uh, the public school system, between you see the disparities of, of race in 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 Richmond. Uh, there, there's no question. So uh, there, there's a lot that has to be fixed, and 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 don't don't let one small victory be overblown as a as a big victory. And okay, we're done here because uh, that's 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 what's been happening now for 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 decades. Um, and there needs to be wide scale change and, and definitely look out for the backlash and, and don't accept, uh, don't, don't accept, you know, small, I guess, small acts as, as the job being done. Uh, there needs to be widespread, uh, widespread acts to, to fix, to fix what's wrong, um, in this country. So, um, definitely donate to there. I, I put out a list. Uh, one of my friends over at the Richmond kickers pod, uh, podcast, put a list of Richmond organizations. I retweeted them. Check that out uh, to donate to them. Um, that's the uh, River City ninety three podcast. Uh, Elliot Barr, one of my one of my good friends, uh, runs that podcast, and, and he does an excellent job with that. So definitely check that out and uh, don't donate to some of those organizations that are really those are the organizations that are going to be fighting once once the public's eye is turned away. Um, those are the ones that are going to be making sure that this that this remains in the forefront. So they they definitely need your support um, if you can give to them. So so yeah. Uh, soccer, soccer, <laughs> soccer. And, and you brought up MLS sort of supporting and, and Josie Altidore kind of had a tweet. Uh, th- there's a, there are a lot of, uh, a lot of hurt feelings between MLS and the players. Um, in case you haven't heard, uh, MLS is returning. Uh, they haven't, I don't think they've set a date yet. They say June 24th, 25th, the long rumored Orlando tournament is, is going to take place. Um, it is going to happen. It's going to be at the Disney sports complex. Um, it feels weird, I, and and I I really wish, and I really wish MLS. You know, it's fine if ML if MLS can do it safely in return. I, I've said this, that's fine. Can we stop kidding ourselves that we are going to have a season? Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm completely, uh, you know, just so cynical about you know it, about COVID nineteen and and being able to be in fans. Maybe it's fact I don't want the season back if I can't watch it live. It, it, is there really a season if I if I can actually go to a game? Uh, League One is also talking about returning on July eighteenth, um, but it's fine if you want to do I guess do this tournament as long as it's safe, as long as you can make guarantees, and as long as the players are okay with it. The players aren't okay with it. I'm not okay with it. I I don't think they're okay with it. I, I think they're accepting it, and you know they certainly want to. Uh, want to get paid, but uh, there there are a lot of hurt feelings, and and I would say this is probably I know I said this last time, and things got solved pretty quickly uh, with the CBA, but this feels like this is something 
next year we're going to be talking about uh, a CBA lockout. Uh, there, there's a lot of hurt hurt relations between the players and fans. Uh, the, the, the league did not come into this with the best intentions. Uh, with- so, all right, I'm sorry. The, the CBA is now ratified. Oh, it's ratified. Um, okay. So, so they're now locked in through 2024. Um, uh, let's, let's see what the, it might be to 2025. Either way, um, they've agreed um, to make sure that they're, that they go forward. The hurt feelings really were down to uh, the, the lockout threat. Mm-hmm. That happened uh, after basically uh, <laughs> MLS inserted a force majeure clause into the contract that said that if three teams have greater than fifteen percent uh, ticket reductions due to due to anything, the the CBA is off and they don't have to pay anybody. Basically, is what happened. Uh, and 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 uh, Atlantic or athletic writers were like, uh, if MLS just reported tickets and gate correctly. They could do that tomorrow if they if they really wanted to make, yeah. if they really wanted oh, yeah. to make the math work on that. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, absolutely. So that was a sticking point, and the fact that in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of what had been to that point, in the players' view, a give and take, back and forth relationship, and and discussion about how they're going to get back and play, uh, this came out of nowhere for them. That the league was just like, well, we'll just lock it out. So deal with it. Uh, obviously, that didn't happen because. That doesn't help the that doesn't help the teams. It doesn't help the owners, uh, and I think there was a pretty swift reprisal from fans. Like, you know, d- do not do this. You do not want to do this. Um, so better, better, uh, you know, cooler heads prevailed. But I think that, um, you know, there's some scars there that were not there before that might make the labor union a little bit more militant the next time this comes around. The good thing for MLS is they've got now a while to run before that happens again, and some of these players may have, you know, cooled out a little bit. Who knows? Who knows what the picture looks like? But I think um, I think I think they're gambling on the fact that there are there are going to be players that are head of unions that are not going to be here anymore yeah. by the time you know twenty twenty four. I think uh, is it is it Russell Knaus is our is our yeah. is DC's union rep. He's already. I mean, he has offers out in Germany. He might be gone. So you you, you get a new crop of players in here. I, I mean, I think the turnover might benefit MLS in this regard because you're going to have a, you're because of because of the game of soccer and the world of soccer, you don't get this in the NFL, NBA, you know, LeBron James is, is, you know, when he started in the NBA, you knew he was going to be in the NBA for 15 years. So it, it, I think they're gambling on that fact that, that, you know, you're going to have a new crop of people in there by the time the new CBA ratified. They could be wrong though. I mean, and, and there could be still be younger players because you know, the union reps are, are going, are talking about it. You know, this is awful. Look, they tried to do this. They tried to do this. Um, and the the people that run the the players association too, they're still going to be there as well. So, the it, cool thing was the the star players were actually engaged on this yeah. fully, and that is atypical for labor fights in MLS history. Usually, the high paid players are like, "Listen, I did okay. <laughs> my con- my money's good. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight for the guy making forty thousand dollars a year." Um, so, in this particular case, like Nani, uh, uh, trying to think of uh, trying to think of the other Chicharito, uh, Chicharito was yeah. there. Um, you know, play, they were actually engaged. Wayne Rooney would have definitely been where he's still here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wayne, uh, yeah. Wayne Rooney would have talked to the British press. He would have actually garnered the British press. I think there's actually a little bit of a, of a benefit that he's not there. And, you know, I'm sure Chicharito is going to do interview to the, you know, the, uh, the span, you know, the Spanish language channels, but there isn't a whole lot of major, I mean, if Wayne Rooney talked and said, 
this is BS. Look what they tried to do to us. That would get a lot more traction than I think it is right now. Um, but uh, in, in the American press, not to say that the Spanish press wouldn't also gain traction. I'm just saying different audiences, uh, different audiences for that. But um, but yeah, so I guess soccer's back. It's it's going to be weird. Uh, this is going to be feel weird. I'm not sure. I mean, we're still kind of – it seems like I, – I was just thinking like June 25th. I'm like that's two, three weeks from now. Like, have do they have time to even get all this organized? I mean, I guess they. I mean, I guess it's Walt. It's Disney, so yeah, uh, they've been <laughs> they've been working on logistics for this since the league shut down. Yeah. So I think I think they'll, that that part will be fine. They've they've been talking about uh, they're going to pipe sound in. They're going to have uh, on field mics. They're going to try to. It's going to cost them a bill a billion dollars. I think Don Garber said, or the, this whole thing is. I don't know. I, don't I, know, I, I think the lost. Event. I think they're saying the billion dollars oh. was was lost revenue from ticket sales and and everything like that. And, I think and that's, that's what he was talking fine. about. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, everybody's, everybody's going to be hurting from this, but the, uh, I'm excited. I'm going to treat this like I'm so starved for the soccer that I care about. I'm going to treat this like it's <laughs> not a joke. Uh, you know, we're, the show, the show is happy to have soccer to talk about again. We're going to have to go back and watch the first two games because it feels like seven years ago. Um, I don't remember anything about it. It's basically a new, it's basically a new season. The other season, this yeah. is something different. Um, I think I think it's possible they could get in something. I think you know the way the science is going as far as I mean, there's been you know everything that comes out, every every article I'm reading, uh, aside from the outbreak numbers in say like Texas, Florida, and Utah, I think are the three that are really you know going flaring right now. Uh, you know, science is starting to say maybe there's not going to be a second wave. Starting to say asymptomatic people are not spreading as much as they thought they were. Um, lots of you know this it it. It's it's so insane when we're when we're gonna we're gonna have like this ability to Monday morning quarterback this whole thing in a year mm-hmm. or two years or whatever and look back at all the decisions that were made, what the costs were, like what and then we'll have the actual data about this disease and about how it was actually it's gonna be great. And I, I think we talked about this in our in our coronavirus episode a couple a couple weeks ago. It's like um it's it's ripe for judging the decisions made negatively because some of them turned out to be the wrong ones, you know, in, in, in the end. And, you know, soccer is the least of the, is the least of the worries. <laughs> like when you, when you put in everything into context, but um, I, what we don't know, we, we, we talked about like what MLS is going to look like at the end of this, what pro sports are going to look like with no fans in the, in this, in the arenas and, and in the stadiums for at least until the spring next spring, rather um, yeah. it's, it's wild. And I, but the good thing is I think that uh I think the player. I think the players are many of them are are okay with this. I think the fact that they've shortened the amount of time they're going to be for sure stuck in Orlando, I think is good. Um, I think that makes it less hard on on families. But yeah, I just this is this is a, a wacky thing to have happened. But we're gonna we're gonna embrace it and we're gonna do all the things that we would normally do for a regular season. We're all gonna be none of us are gonna be in the stadium, so yeah. we'll all have there'll be no excuse for you not to join. Uh, our YouTube uh, episode, <laughs> episodes because we're all sitting and watching on TVs and computers. Yeah, we're all, we're all going to be watching them live. And, and I'll be very curious to see what the schedule comes out to the group is. I think uh, Mark Fishkin, a uh, friend of the show, even though he's a Rebels fan, we don't hold that totally against him, um, posted like the groups and he had like DC in a group with like Nashville, Montreal, Orlando. And I was like, I'll take that. Yeah, that sounds great. Let's let's get, let's get the expansion team. Montreal, who's coached by Thierry, uh, Thierry Henry, first time coach. Uh, and Orlando, who is the 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 trash fire of Major League Soccer, 
Um, yeah, let, let, let's get all let's get all let's get all them in in one group and and uh, and call it a day. So um, so yeah, uh, soccer's back. Teams are, teams are practicing. Yes, uh, they're they're having sort of their st- from what media reports are saying. Basically, they're like staging it. Like group, some one group goes in, one group goes out. We're not yet at full team practices. Um, uh, USL is also ready to go. USL League yep. uh, Championship is is ready to go now. Uh, what's do you have the date on that? Is it July? I, I look. I, I think it's like it's yeah it's it's that date and I think Good League one. one is July eighteenth so and I have no clue what that means I don't know if that means like games in stadiums and I get to go to the games maybe I don't know I have I have no idea what what that even looks like I think they set that date um, I, I wasn't even expecting to have a game to go to to be honest um, so I, I don't know who knows um, yeah for a league that's exclusively. Uh, a ticket revenue league, yeah, because <laughs> they didn't. They gave their TV rights away. I mean, I bought a Ford Madison jersey, but aside from that, like, there's not the revenue streams you are ticket, ticket. Hey, man, <laughs> tell Richmond to get a cool flamingo jersey or something of, of that, and then I'll and then I'll go for it. Okay, maybe a kickaroo, maybe a, like a kangaroo jersey that's in like a teal. I don't know anything, but uh, so uh, Ryan Martin. We, I talked to Ryan Martin recently. He'll be on the show uh, in the coming weeks to talk about how this is all going to work. How these players and one thing I didn't think about, uh, I saw uh, on a black and red uh, article, uh, all the players that were normally going to be on Loudon, the DC United players, are going to travel to Orlando most likely to make up the traveling roster. Uh, so, no Moses Nyman for for Ryan Martin, no Kevin Paredes for Ryan Martin. Uh, all of the players that we were excited to watch ninety minutes in, in, in week in week out, we're, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. So. Uh, Keep that keep that in mind. That is if DC United advances past the group stage into the the later stages of the tournament. So it, we'll see. Quick 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 question though is with this game, obviously I'm going to refer to uh, to 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 Ben Olson's job security. Will you judge? Will you say that is this a tournament where? maybe there's still some pressure are any coaches under pressure to perform absolutely not yeah (laughs) i think absolutely not i think as long as i mean some you know our fans will certainly think so yeah but fire everyone will certainly be talked about but like this is you talk about a no-win situation for these teams and these players and these coaches like listen if you can if you can ferry your team through this tournament without getting your players hurt getting getting everyone's hamstrings all snapped in half you did it. Way to go. Good job. This is like the this is like the Charleston Cup, basically. This is like the this <laughs> you, is the, you get that a, Florida tournament. You get a Champions I mean, League spot. Uh, rumors are you're getting a Champions uh, League spot, so it means something. And you know, who knows if we have a season. So I mean this might be the <laughs> right. only maybe this is all there is, right? Yeah, maybe this is this is the only competitive soccer that we get. So I don't know. I don't know. I I I, I guess we'll see how they look. Um I'll be curious. I, I mean I was kind of excited for this team and so it, it's going to be i was excited for the kickers as well i actually thought they were doing a lot of good things so I'm, I'm i'm still grappling with the idea that we might actually get some soccer um the nwsl is also the, returning that's official they're going to be in utah i think a little bit ahead i think that's going to be in a, a couple weeks or so even though i think we got the matches it's going to be on cbs um yes cbs all access cbs all access so uh we're going to have to to um 
to get I've that subscription. I'm ready to go. I'm, I've been watching Picard, so I'm already, I'm, I'm good. I'm set. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so, I mean, maybe we're getting kind of a hint. Uh, I guess there wasn't the drama. I, there was some drama, I think, with the U.S., with the U.S. Uh, national team players show up for this tournament. And um, I, I don't know if that was ever, if that was ever established. So uh, Megan Rapino has opted out of going. So far, she is the only one that I've heard of. Um, so uh, Spirit will have all of their national team players in attendance. Yeah. They are all already on their way to Utah or in Utah. Um, so that's a great thing for our, from our perspective. Uh, also, it's a great thing that everyone, uh, eight of the nine teams will advance to the to the next round of the, after the groups <laughs> after group play. So that's good. I like our odds. That should be that should work out. Yeah. But. If you look at the schedule, which I don't have in front of me, uh, it is a quick turnaround. I know at least Spirit have two games in three days. Yeah. At one point. Well, they play. With- they play July fourth. Uh, they open up against the um, or the uh, uh, OL Rain, um, and then they play. Then no, oh, sorry. I, I'm this schedule is really weird. I apologize, people. They open up June thirtieth against the uh, Utah Royals. My fault. And then they play July fourth against against the Rain. Uh, July eighth against the Portland Thorns. July. What jerks? Why did they give them rain and then the thorns back to back in three days? <laughs> and the home team in Utah. So, so um, you're gonna you're gonna prioritize one of those yeah. as a lot. Now, it, I think that I, mean, I was listening to one of the podcasts that I listened to that I don't have in front of me. I want to make sure I give them credit before I move on. But uh, the the idea is that these teams are gonna have to reuse their whole rosters. Players that would have never. You know, in a normal circumstance, seeing the field are absolutely going to see the field. Um, you know, you're going to have your first choice eleven, maybe the first game, and then if you get to the next, if you get to the uh, knockout, which again, eight of nine teams will, so count on that. Uh, but but that is something, particularly that 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 is a murderer's row. They could have only been worse if instead of the Royals, they gave them North Carolina. <laughs> uh, so thank thank you for that tournament organizers, but maybe that helps them down the line. They will have seen the best that they have, I guess. Yeah, they're, they're, it's weird. They're not even playing. I guess they're they're just trying to get this in and get this done, get some games in, get some, and then hopefully then you can you can start the season. Um, I, I don't think this is going to be so. MLS is doing it where like these games count like five of the games count towards the season, but uh, uh, NWSL I guess is not doing. They're just doing this Utah Challenge Cup and then um, having a day. The the, if, the the I hope this goes well. I hope you know. Obviously, no one gets sick. Uh, the the effect on women's soccer. Um, I, I will say, this whole COVID nineteen is going to be uh, huge, and it, not in a good way. Not certainly not in a good way for women's soccer. Um, I was I think I was reading an article that the uh, women's uh, Mexican league has basically all the teams have most of the teams, if not all the teams, have released all their players um, because you know it's it's. They're going to be a lot of teams that are going to be cutting, uh, you know, cutting their budgets, and it's not right. And they there should be some sort of demand to say, nope, you can't do that. Sorry, you got to cut cut elsewhere. But that's that's uh, that's what we're seeing. So um, I, I I hope this tournament goes well. I hope I hope that C- I'm going to subscribe to CBS All Access once the once the games get going. Definitely gonna going to um, and you can that. watch Picard. So, and I can watch Picard. I'm I'm a Star Wars guy. I'm not a, I'm not a Star Trek person. I'm sorry. This uh, I'm looking for a new co-host. If anyone's watching right now, uh, who's a Star Trek guy or girl? Uh, the Mixed Zone, by the way, was the podcast that I was listening to, and I recommend you all listen to that as well. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So uh, soccer. 
we have we have we have actual soccer that is in the United States to actually talk about soon. Actual games we can, we can we can actually like analyze players. I, will we remember how to is going to be the big question, I think. I don't think we will. <laughs> you don't think, think we will? We, you don't no. you know, you think we'll just be like, I don't know. I I don't know. Um by the way, I realized I didn't open the phone line, so yeah, you can call in 202-905-0454. Producer Brian sitting there. It's probably my fault I didn't open the phone lines soon enough. I'm sure I'm sure there are 300 people tried to call. I oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, this is not fair. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of news and notes. Uh, ben Olsen joined, Insta- joined Instagram. What? That's a, How did I that's miss this? Thing. He did. He joined Instagram. Um, so uh, we talked about... Uh, we talked about how how soon he would find Olsen out on his page if he joined it. Uh, at least thirty minutes after he created the page, he did not get a hashtag Olsen out. So there was somebody who did comment that he delete. I think he actively is deleting comments. Rules. <laughs> I, I I I fully in, I fully support that Ben. If that is what you're doing, it is your it is your page. You can do whatever you want on your page. You can delete comments. You can censor. Go for it. Go crazy. <laughs> he not, said he joined Twitter. Not. I think I remember once he said he joined Twitter, and um, and uh, like he joined Twitter. I'm trying to find his. I really what's his what's his handle? Please tell me I his think, handle. I think it's at Ben Olson 14. Okay, I need to. Uh, Pretty sure. Uh, if you're following the show, you can go to our story right now, uh, and then see that uh, it's at Ben Olson underscore 14. Gotcha. He's also wearing the shirt that I am wearing because I'm very cool. Like I'm like all the players who are very cool. Buy this shirt if it's uh, still available. It's very comfy. At uh, it's Ballywick, Ballywick clothing. Check it out. Um. So we're almost we're like we're like half we're like talking about soccer, uh, but not talking about I don't know talking about talking about soccer. Yeah, <laughs> that's sort of the, that's sort of the position we're at. Oh. We're almost there. We don't have player injuries or uh, acquisitions to talk about. Uh, we have players that are back from injury. Chris Seitz uh, has gotten to rehab his quad for three months, so he should be good to go. Yeah. Uh, Kamara's hamstring should be ready to go. It looks like he's good. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's yeah. he's good. Um, there's also uh, uh, there's an article I think with Paul Ariola being like maybe his year isn't done. I, I think it's still very unlikely he plays. He's not. He's certainly not playing for this. Uh, for this no. tournament, but um, I mean, the season—if the season extends, you know, into December, his season might not be over. So um, apparently, and they're also still working, I think, on contract negotiations for him. Um, yep. Been a little quiet on that front. I hope that gets locked up soon. Um, I would love to have him, you know, for three, four more years, and then we can kind of sort of build this team sort of around him with Gressel, Ariola. Um, man, it feels so good to talk about like players and. Ah, it, it feels good to say those words because we haven't been able to say those words. Uh, but to build a team around Ariola Gressel, uh, you know, obviously Ola Kamara up top. Um, I think I, I still think that is a good that is a good squad. Um, I'm curious to see what I guess is, is transfer still closed or what's I don't know if we've even heard. Any... I don't know. I don't know. They have not. I don't think they've mentioned it. I know that. I know that. Uh... The international window would still they they're still I think applying to their regular yeah uh, there's you know there's play there's conversations about player movements but I don't think any of it's been formalized yet but yeah Liverpool uh, is still going to get a chance to win because they're going to they're going to uh, EPL is going back uh, in a week I know it's finally it, I can't believe it's going to happen I I was I was I was fully prepared I was fully prepared 
for the uh, to for them to just say, nope, that's it, we're canceling, we're done, that's it, you know, we're not we're not uh, we're not doing this anymore, and and that was going to be it. I was fully prepared for that. Um, and then they were just going to be like, oh, Liverpool's not going to get the title because that's just – everybody was saying, oh, they got it locked up. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I was like, there's no – like something – some act of God is going to prevent this. And then it's it – would, it, You know, for everyone else, it would have been kind of hilarious. It would have been like the one darkly, darkly humorous element of this whole thing it, would have been that to happen. It would have been – just as equally, it would have been hilarious for us if like – if uh, New York Rebels made like the MLS Cup final and then it got canceled, right? Like, right, exactly. <laughs> just like that. Yeah, like the, the Chelsea Chelsea women's team won. They won the league. They didn't restart the league, but they were behind Man City on points. But Man City had a game in hand, so they just they went by points per game. So Chelsea won, uh, which is got to be a bummer. Uh, I mean, that's the way it goes. I think from a tiebreaker perspective, but uh, but that goes to sort of your your conversation too about like, the women's game. Like they moved heaven and earth to make sure that this EPL, this men's season, would finish, mm-hmm. and the women's season, they're just like, "Yep, it's done. Congrats, yeah. Chelsea, way to go." So that'll that'll be something to watch. And the, I think that that was another thing with the NWSL and the players. I think they were like, "No, you don't understand. We have to do this. This league may not exist again if we don't do this." They were able to announce all of their long-term partners, real, real sponsors like Verizon, mm-hmm. um, you know, still Budweiser, Secret. I think there's some other ones too, um, you know, real long-term, real uh, Fortune 500 companies. So that you you you'll also love to see that. So um, I think in the in the next in the coming weeks, I don't think we're gonna need calls, uh, but in the coming weeks, uh, you know, we're gonna talk to uh, some folks with the spirit. We hope to talk to. We're gonna talk with Ryan at Loudon, and we're gonna talk probably with some players from DC as these players all ramp up for these bizarro fake mini mini tournaments uh that may constitute the entire of the 2020 season uh so be on the lookout for for that i think we're you know we felt we i think we i feel like we're finally coming out of hibernation yeah like we had from a from a from a show perspective we're you know we're back to work now uh so uh hopefully the shows the shows pick up and everyone's uh, excited with uh soccer coming down the coming down the pike yeah and, and maybe um i do have a friend that lives in orlando maybe we can we can uh uh, we can get a. Uh... Do you want to go down there and like stand outside the the? Yeah, the, 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 we, we we can get a live. Uh, we can get a live. We can get press credentials for him. We we could see about that. Though he he's got a newborn kid too, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure how uh, <clears throat> how much time he's gonna well, have. Being uh being being one of those kids, people with uh, newborn kids, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> we just got, <laughs> we just got back from Virginia Beach uh, for I think it was like four days, and. Uh, you never realize how much you like being home until you realize all oh, the baby just peed on the one swaddle we have. And now, <laughs> now, the, now it's crisis. Now there's nothing to do. We can't fix this. Uh, so yeah, man, traveling with a baby is, is muy malo. Do yeah. not recommend. <laughs> do not recommend at all. Uh, but, um, I guess, uh, real quick, what, what, uh, give me, uh, you know what, you know, I'm going to ask this. What, what is your, what is your prediction for how DC does in this? In this round, how DC and the Spirit do? I'm thinking okay. Spirit make next round, losing the first round of the of the playoffs is is what I have for them. Maybe they surprise yeah. me. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, I think that's probably right. I think they're they're uh, they didn't they made they made they made a few moves, and we'll, as we get closer, we'll talk about some of the, the additions they made. Uh, but still, I think the top of the league is still too heavy and too strong. So I think that's right. Um, uh, DC United, how many group games do they play? Four. 
Is that the, I think, I think it's five. I, we don't know exactly yet. We don't know anything about Emma. Okay. I'm just spitballing right now. Sure. Maybe when it's, we see the group, called- they, they could get paired with LAFC, LA Galaxy, Seattle, <laughs> and Portland, and then we'll just be like, ah, oh, well, <laughs> who knows now? Yeah. I don't think that's going to yeah. happen. I think it's going to be Eastern, a lot of Eastern West Conference split. I mean, MLS still has not given details about what we're supposed going to see at all. So, you know, I think I think that it, you know, I, I like our chances as much as anybody else. I think that everyone's in the yeah. exact same uh, bad situation. Uh, so I think the good point there is that sometimes uh, at the beginning of seasons, it feels like DC United doesn't know each other. It seems like there's been there's like a big disconnect in the uh, in the, in the team, uh, and now everyone will be exactly like that. There'll, there'll be no teams that have a better uh, ex- uh, a better advantage uh, than the other. So that actually that'll benefit DC. So I think they I think they get out of their group stage. I think they probably make it to the next round. This is a good team. Uh, it had some problems in the two games that happened so far in the season, uh, defensively, just uh, not great. Uh, but I think that there's there's some talent there, and I think that we've they've, we've gotten a chance to get healthy. Mm-hmm. Young players are going to have to play because this is a lot of games in a short time, and they're going to the training staff is going to be like, you cannot play Julian Gressel ninety minutes uh, in for five games in a month and a half. Like, blood <laughs> and die. And Ben also be like, watch me try. What what is the what? over what is the over under on his now average substitutions? Of Benelton yeah, sub subs being being three, I'm gonna go ahead and put three. They're gonna, I think they're gonna give him five substitutions. Cause I think it's the FIFA like temporary rule. But like, like what what's the over under on him actually using like three subs? I'm gonna say, how about this? Two subs, two subs over under. I think over. I think he'll use exactly three. I think exactly he will three. not take advantage of his five. Yeah. I think he will use. But well, so there's the if the rules are as they said they were, uh, where you can you only get three instances of substitutions, so that you'd have to do double substitutions a couple times. Okay. That changes it a little bit, but I don't, I mean, there are some positions still on this team where we're not deep. I mean, we're, we're still, we're still thin at the top. We're still thin <laughs> in certain positions. So that'll be something very funny to, to watch. Like if, yeah. if, if anything else happens, it'll be that, that will be amusing to us. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to like open the trade window or if they're DC is going to be able to acquire some players who knows, like if the, financial impacts of players who knows they might even bring in um god who was the player that that they were was it um oh why can't i think of his name right now there was some big time player we were we were linked with again Bobby oh uh, it was a uh, gun gun gonzalo higuain <laughs> oh yeah. yeah we were yeah. linked with gonzalo we might sign gonzalo higuain even though he said he had no idea about it um He's got a contract though, so I feel like he'll be like, "I'm not going anywhere. You're gonna pay me my ten million dollars a year. I don't care if it bankrupts you. I've got a contract. I'm, I'm you're gonna honor it." Yeah, I think that there, I think you're gonna see some some trialists or some free agents be picked up for real cheap. Yeah, I think from the standpoint of like, you know, if if other people are unemployed, so is Quincy Marroquois. So so are other like they're 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 doing this. They're trying to do the nine hundred dollar a week check too. Just like everybody else, so yeah. you might be able to get some bargains. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh it's gonna be crazy. I, I'm not, as you know, I, I don't know. I'll be when we get the schedule out. We actually have games we can talk about. We have things we can preview. We have you know we can go back and watch the two games that took place for the teams that we're gonna talk about, knowing full well that none of it could matter anyway. <laughs> um, we're gonna actually have some like some real stuff to uh, to BS on, like we always do on this show. Um, I think that about covers it. I don't. I don't think there's anything else. Uh, anything else we want to get to? Do you have anything else you wanted to to drop in? 
No, just that I'm excited. You know, we were talking at the start, just sort of like how hard it is to focus on soccer. But I think it's a it's a it's a bit of a welcome respite, even if it's just some of the time, even if we're not going to switch all the way off. But like having an opportunity to like get your head in that space for a few minutes uh, a day so I can stop pretending to care about KBO so I can uh, so I can stop pretending to like really like Bundesliga. (laughs) Like give give me the thing that I really care about, even if it's a weird stupid version of it i am more happy that mls is coming back in this weird fashion than baseball trying to like frankenstein itself into a 50 game season with the dh and all that stuff like this is this is now mls has given me something to like really really hone in on and watch all of yeah (laughs) i've got some time right now in my hands and 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 distraction as well distraction's a big 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 part of it um but anyway, uh, I guess with that, we'll wrap up uh, patreon.com slash RFQ refugees. If you want to donate to the show, we're going to start being more. I think I think we might go back now that games are coming back. We might go back to every week. So we might actually move move forward. Oh, we are. It's yeah. happening. Yeah, it's happening. Dead. Yes. Every week. Every week we're going to do that. Um, we, have, we have figured out where the, the baby the, we have figured out how to handle the baby for at least an hour and a half a week. Uh, so my wife is good. I think I think you, I'm now have, on duty for 13 consecutive hours. But OK, it's worth it. <laughs> You're, you you had you have you you guys did a trade you guys did a trade you guys negotiated that right that was part of the negotiation. I'm very bad at negotiation that's why I'm on duty now. She, she did a force majeure clause on you for that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thank you all so much for listening. Twitter.com/slash/rfprefugees. Tell your friends about us. Um, we'll be back uh, next week. Vamos. Vamos. miles to the Algon Road. Never look back, never ever went slow. Never look back, heard him say that before. Never look back, never stare at a goat.